You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Oh, one second, Mrs. Jenkins. Uh, no, you're a doctor. No, you're a doctor. <laughs> All right, I'm a doctor. I'll call you later, honey. <sighs> Wives, right? Yes, I can relate with that. Mm, thank you. I'm Dr. Stevens. I'll be looking over your tonsil surgery. Yeah, they've been sore for a while. Wow, playing too much of the tonsil hockey, huh? <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Touchdown hockey, right? <laughs> uh, but I do want to thank you for choosing Mustaki Hospital, the number one hospital in all of the upper, lower, eastern, west coast of New York City. Yes, you guys seem to be the most inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And your ad in the washroom at Popeye's was very convincing. Thank you. Mistake hospital. Oh, it's actually Mastaki, and yes, we do try. Uh, now, well, let's just go over your surgery here. Uh, we'll start by putting you under an uh, uh, Dr. Oh. Stevens? Mm-hmm. You free for a second. Uh, quickly, doctors. I'm in the middle of something. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, w- we're just discussing. Uh, the heart is on the left side, correct? Not the right? That is correct, yes. See, I told you. Damn it. Uh, we're all good, doctors? Oh, uh, yeah. For sure. Uh, oh, we just gotta fix something. Sounds good. Uh, who were they? Uh, that was Dr. Salino and Dr. Barnes. They're excellent doctors. They're, they're part of the team that's going to be performing your surgery. Uh, anyway, so after we put you to sleep, we're How going to... How long have they been doctors? Oh, <laughs> you have nothing to worry about. They're some of the best doctors we have. Uh, Dr. Stevens, oh. just letting you know, little Timmy has a brand new heart. Great. Right beside the old one. They should start calling him two-heart Timmy. Uh, excuse me, Dr. Spock, there should only be one heart. W- one heart? Yeah. So the saying, two hearts are better than one? Is not a real saying, no. On it! Okay. I'm sorry, did she just put two hearts in someone? Oh, don't worry, it happens all the time. Is that supposed to make me feel better? Yes. Uh, Dr. Stevens! Oh, yes, Dr. Barnes? Just a reminder for uh, forgetful Dr. Me over here, is this a spoon or a scalpel? Oh, you're holding a scalpel. Ah, that's why breakfast hurts so much. (laughs) Okay, cheap hospital. Gotta save up to feed my cats. So many cats. So, uh, I attached the bottom half of that horse to Mr. Johnson. Now he's the centaur he always wanted to be. No, 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 Dr. Salino, not a centaur. He's the senator. He just needed to use the phone. That's all he was here to... (sighs) Oh. Well, now he's running the Kentucky Derby, and I've got 50 bucks on him. What? Okay, I know you said scalpel, but now I can't seem to find my spoon anywhere. And I need that spoon to perform surgery. All right, where did you even get your PhD? (laughs) You mean my FUD? Well, my Sims character has one, and he can afford a pool. I didn't even have to type in Rosebud. Hey, doctor. Yeah, we just did an x-ray. Uh, Senator Centaur has a spoon in him. Now he gets a prize, right? Oh, man, seriously? I have a bowl of Fruit Loops that's getting soggy. Most of my patients are soggy because I take out their bones. Ooh, I've been meaning to try that. Yeah, it makes it much easier to store them. Okay, enough. I don't think I could go through with this surgery at Mistake Hospital. Uh, once again, it's actually pronounced Mistake. It's an old indigenous word that means error. Are you listening to yourself? I really try not to. Listen, just, just promise me I won't wake up with horse legs. Uh, we promise you won't wake up a horse with legs. Close enough. Yay! (laughs) 
Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 43 of Vesta Friends Podcast here on Never Sleeps Network. Thanks so much to our sponsors, Humber School of Comedy, and uh, all the help that we got from the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival. Thanks, guys. I'm Mark Hallworth from Vesta Friends. Morgan's at work right now, unfortunately. And uh, don't worry, we got four people taking the role of Morgan. I got the Flat Earth all the way from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, guys. Yay! Yay! That's correct. Here we are. Yeah. Individually, who, who are we listening? to i'm rich lee i'm matt schmidt i'm molly silverman and i'm jackie baker and that's the episode bye everybody <laughs> bye <laughs> thank you <laughs> sweet thanks so much for being here you got a parking ticket i'm sorry um for being here just in time to beat the toe the car was up and yeah. that's nothing more exhilarating to get your heart going than having your car semi-vertical it was really... vertical. oh it was lifted oh, oh it was up oh, i didn't know that it was yeah. up and i just went oh shit you should have hopped into the car and then Backed up right away. Like, don't like that cool hydraulics thing. Ooh. I personally only do my Vin Diesel impression on special occasions. I wasn't ready. It's a little too windy. A little too windy today? Yeah, it's a little bit. Oh, man, it's cozy in here, though, man. Thanks, Never Sleeps Network. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, episode 43, we're happy to have you. You guys are in town for Sketchfest. Yeah. I don't really... Like, give us a bio, man. Like, how did, you, how did you guys find each other? How long have you guys even been a troop? We're like a house team for uh, the... Philly Comedy Theater. I'm Philly. I'm sorry, Philly Improv Theater. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. And uh, <laughs> um, so that was like started at the theater as like a, a house team. Mm-hmm. There. Um, so it got started where they held an audition for writers. Okay. And so there was like a group of maybe eight people who were writers. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then we wrote a show together, and then cast actors. So we cast another six people, I think, or something like that. And uh, so we had we started with this like huge team to put on this first show, and then over the years, just people left, and then for a while there was maybe seven of us or six or seven of us, and and now we're down to a tight four. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) after five years, we are the fantastic four. Yeah, this is great. And we have a director who is not with us, but that doesn't mean he's dead. He's just not physically dead. (laughs) The way you worded that, I know. (laughs) He's our sketch dad. Aww, it's his his formal title. He's got like business cards. <laughs> so, yeah. he He's a tattoo. Yeah. On yeah. his knuckles, that's yeah. his sketch dad. <laughs> How many yeah. fingers does he have? So <laughs> many. So many. We don't, our water's not good down there. <laughs> I was going to, so what year would that have been, I guess, when that started, I guess? 2012. Oh, cool. All right, yeah. man. Yeah, because we've done festivals together. Did we do the Columbus one? Have you ever been up no. there? The Columbus yeah. Brouhaha? That's a pretty fun time. But we've done, um, this festival for sure together mm-hmm. montreal yeah montreal sketch fest yeah. man right on well, you should come down yet. to philly sketch fest. yeah i don't man that would be fun actually yeah, I, yeah you I, should. I, I, we've had we've heard good things you guys can figure out what it well the the, the hoopla is about philadelphia yeah. <laughs> right why people, why people love it so much <laughs> oh i don't know yeah, i yeah. mean like eagles so much <laughs> right yeah why people are flipping cars in philadelphia yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, what's well we're very it's just a big bird enthusiast there's a lot of they're upset there's not as many aviaries as there should be people so come to cars <laughs> that's, that's why right. they're pissed that's why they're really I mad to see eagles. <laughs> oh man i went out that night did you were you out that night the I was out in the burbs. I was out in the burbs uh, during that night. So I just had to watch it all ensue of the uh, Super Bowl madness of people taking the streets. But I knew people that That's were down wild. there. I got to watch it through them uh, on the magic of social media. There, imagine amazing. being the person that starts a riot. Who's the first person to be like, come on? Like, <laughs> you got to have confidence. Because yeah. if you try to do it and no and everyone's like, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> there was like one image from that night that sticks with me is that... Uh, 
like there was just hordes of people down in like the center of the city and uh, someone had climbed up a uh, street sign or like a lamppost and mm-hmm. were kind of like hanging off the street sign and uh, took like took off their shirt and was just like cheering and people started just like winging beers out. Oh, of course. So just yeah, like yeah, full yeah. beers being like pelted at this guy and he didn't care. And then someone just like real, real casually uh, lit a Roman candle and was just yeah. like launching ro- like and they're just sort of like poofing off him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Standing there drunk on this uh, lamppost uh, just being like pelted with fireworks. <laughs> it's amazing. So cool. And I bet you in his head he was like, this is the best night of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all the attention he never got. Yeah. All in one night. <laughs> Well, yeah, so you guys have been a troops in 2012. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any stories of like, we like asking people about like crazy gigs that they had to do or like outrageous accidents or heckles or like. Oh, well, here's a disaster that happened somewhat <laughs> recently. So we did a show that was so poorly attended <laughs> <laughs> that I think we all wanted to die afterwards. Yeah. So poorly attended. Which one was that? Yeah. You know the, <laughs> the one. one. Where the we one, had like two audience members, sorry. No, it wasn't two. It was like, we had like 10 people and it was just like silent. It was on a Thursday and oh. nobody laughed and we, our, our like world was crumbling. And we went <laughs> to this uh, crappy bar down the street and we played uh, Cheryl's Crow, Cheryl Crow's If It Makes You Happy <laughs> and sang it loudly to ourselves in a bar. Oh, it for some reason I thought me. you were going to say the one, because we had we had a show the day after, or two days after Trump got elected. Yes. Whoa. And so we had, like, and a show that it was, like, kind of, like, somber. Like, some of the sketches yeah. had, I like, believe there was guns and stuff in it. Yeah, it was a very, like, weird show anyway. And I remember, like, that show, there was, I thought that's what you were referring to, but there was, like, people there, but I think nobody, nobody. was, like, ready to. Yeah, <laughs> to, like, laugh, yeah. You know, yeah. it must be yeah. hard. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That. Very weird. We were, like, crying at rehearsals. At least yeah. I was. We also had, I want to say, the opening night of one of our shows, and it's a sketch where, this is, like, really dark, but, like, people are executed, and it was literally the same exact night as the terrorist attack in Paris. Oh, man. (laughs) Jesus. That... Was not that's not like an embarrassing story. That was just but that's, like that's awful. tough. That yeah, was an yeah. awful. Yeah, well, that and was an awful moment. With the or whatever. You're like, I mean, let's do it. We had like our set. Yeah. It was literally like while we were like, I feel like backstage. It was like those events were unfolding, and then we were like, all right, yeah, we've got to go, go. And, like make people laugh now with this exact uh-huh. subject matter. Yeah. yeah, we also had this weird thing happen. Uh, that wasn't a show thing. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about a costume thing? Yeah, of course. Oh, a yeah. Prop okay. thing? Whatever. Okay. So, I don't know if you want to. <laughs> yeah. So, we had this, like, sketch where we had, like, a giant, uh, like, a globe head that we made out of paper <laughs> mache. Yeah. And, uh, and I, like, was in love with the sketch. And I, like, made the globe head. But the sketch, like, we did, we were having a run of four nights of this show. And for the first three nights, the, the, the sketch, like, just did not work. <laughs> and the morning of the fourth show I was like fuck it i am like i'm rewriting this sketch and i'm gonna like we're gonna like do and I, so i rewrote everything and like we showed up early to rehearse this sketch and then finally it was like all right well let's bring the the globe head up and we'll rehearse it once with the globe head and we used to be at this old uh theater that had like a rat problem in the basement <laughs> and so we went down to, to retrieve this, exactly this all day going, yeah. and the yeah the the head was just half of a head with just like rat piss and shit oh inside my of it. god it disgusting yeah so uh, uh, the sketch go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i assume you went it forward. didn't <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah, I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Well, this is, a, this is a segment we do with every single troupe. And this is our segment that's sponsored by the Humber School of Comedy. It's called, What's Your Dumbest Sketch? Yeah. All right. <laughs> It's a, it might be hard to pick. Whatever. I like I'm feel really bad about myself. <laughs> Are you lambasting someone else? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I feel like I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Uh, well, Matt's kind of like the head writer, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I was gonna say we should. The main idea man with a lot of the stuff. Oh, cool. So. All right. You probably we, we always know when he comes into a room cool. and says, "Oh, this is gonna be so fucking dumb." We're like, "Oh, so we're gonna be doing it. This is yeah. gonna be great. This yeah. is awesome." But usually, yeah, dumb is a positive thing. Oh, so I feel like Matt yeah. has written a lot of dumb things that are like joyously stupid that are great. Well, maybe what? I'll leave this feeling really good about myself. <laughs> yeah, who knows? See, I'm trying to build you up here so you'll answer. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? What do you think, Matt? What is our dumbest sketch? Ah, uh, performed or I, I think I think Uncle Knows is probably oh. pretty dumb. Okay, but that's I, what I wanted to say. I think um the Kevin Sorbo Dream Quest sketch <laughs> is, is pretty dumb too. We have a uh, I yeah, 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 do it. And also maybe tell the story. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so we had a, a sketch that was about, it was really stupid. It was about a guy who like, like realizes that like, okay, I'm trying to think <laughs> of how, how this goes. It's a guy at his, at his, his, the funeral for his mother. It was already hilarious. Already. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but, he, but he finds out that like his mother, his entire life was like just paying people to be his friend. Okay. You know what I mean? He's so it's like, that out so it's like, it's like all of these actors are like losing their jobs and they're kind of like mm. saying they're, you know, but it's like famous actors are his friends. So <laughs> like, so it's like this guy like realizing that his wife was Kevin Sorbo the entire time. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like this like parade of other celebrities. Like uh, Molly was. Uh, uh, I was the priest, but then I, I reveal that I'm actually Sammy Hagar. <laughs> the entire time. I, you can't I, see Molly's hair, but actually it worked. No worries, yeah. It slapped on a soul patch. Yeah. <laughs> like seamlessly, I put on a, a like goatee and some wraparound sunglasses, and I had a Hawaiian shirt underneath like my priest outfit, and the hair works. That sounds like that's just a regular priest outfit, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if was, you're drinking Cabo Wabo. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? It was, it was, a, it was a very, very stupid sketch. But, uh, but then, like, while we were kind of rehearsing that show, um, we found out that Kevin Sorbo was, like, doing a book signing, like, two hours away. Wow. So we are like, we need to, like, figure out some way to, like, harness the Sorbo <laughs> power. <laughs> so we, like, we, drove, we, like, wrote a part for him where, like, the whole show was, like, Kevin Sorbo's dream. And we, like paid for his book so we could get in line to have him sign yeah. it. It was and just then... me and Matt at an, a senior center. Because <laughs> yeah. his book is about him recovering from a stroke. No way. That's and what the here book we is are about. trying to get like Kevin Sorbo to do a goofy thing and yeah. silly <laughs> show. But he was, he was a really good sport. He wound up like filming this like little segment on our oh, phone. Oh, no way. And so like the sketch ends with like the whole thing being Kevin Sorbo's dream. Like he wakes up and yeah, the whole yeah. thing was Kevin Sorbo's dream. So we had this like really weird tiny cameo from Kevin. Like 
a Kevin Sorbo cameo where he didn't actually know the content of the sketch yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We wanted to do a thing once at Humber of uh, where Colin Mockery just did a walk-on as a male like room guy being like, got your papers and then just left like <laughs> just to see the place go nuts yeah. and then be like, well, what happened? Like, oh, that was so great. That's so funny. You can cameos. still make that happen. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. There is uh, one time, I don't know why this kind of runs that. Is there one time when Kevin McDonald came to Philly Improv Theater to do like a workshop sure. and we did improv with him? Yeah. And there was like a scene and I was like, I'm going to go fucking tag Kevin McDonald out. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, Kevin McDonald. Wicked, guys. Uh, That's our segment. What's your dumbest guess? Thanks for doing that, guys. Yeah, sure. We can climb. We're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, uh, I'm just... Hey, you ever feel old, guys? Oh, I turned yeah. 31 this year, and uh, oh, I just, uh, thank you. I'm just, uh, it's just, things are just creeping up on me, man. I saw a movie trailer for, like, this movie that just spoke to me. You guys want to, you guys want to see this, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, it's playing on my broken TV. I guess we're not going to be able to really see it, but all the audio will be crystal clear. You guys right. want to check a whole thing on my TV? That's anyway, yeah, good. let's listen. When Katie Becker turned 30. Blow out your candles, honey. <laughs> she didn't know what she was in for. Guess what, KB? I want you to be my bridesmaid. 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 Oh, wow. Congratulations. What seemed like a strange trend at first. Hey, big sis. Adrian and I are going to have twins. You're going to be an aunt. An aunt. An ant. Turned into an epidemic. Everyone I know is suddenly getting married and having babies. I think we should buy a house. A what? But we said we weren't ready. It's time. It's time. No. No. No, no, no. Ready for our destination bachelorette party in Vegas? 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 Ah! Hold my twins. Ah! I can't wait to grow old with you in our Parkdale townhouse. Parkdale townhouse. Parkdale townhouse. Nine one one. Nine one one. Send help. Everyone around me is doing all of these adult things. And- Aren't you thirty years old? <gasps> Maybe you should become a real adult, Katie Becker. Yeah, Daltoning, 30 years has finally come for you. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, right on. Well, guys, thanks so much for bringing in that sketch. Believe it or not, audience, that was a flat Earth sketch. <laughs> we don't gotcha. have anything to worry about. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and so now we get to do our segment. We do a, like a private segment for every uh, audience or for every uh, troop that comes in. That's like specific to them. And just to learn a little bit about Philadelphia, this segment's called Philadelphia. What? Uh, pretty good, right? And uh, so I'm just going to ask you about thing. Like if I were to ever be lucky enough to go down to Philadelphia, where would I find the best blank or whatever, right? Okay. Cool. So I'm kind of curious to see like people even disagree on things. So if I go okay. on down to Philadelphia, where can I get the best milkshake? Shake do Shack? I... Oh, mm. I don't that know. That sounds like a place that would sell a milkshake. I would say either Bassett's. Yeah. Oh. 
in the Reading Terminal Market because their ice cream is amazing and they've been around for forever. Or Franklin Fountain. Which I is was really going to say adorable. Franklin. Franklin Fountain is what I was going to suggest. Not only you get milkshakes, but they have just like gigantic, like throwback, just ice cream yeah. mountains that you can. <laughs> and yeah. they make like like cool flavors. They'll have like lavender ice cream, and they'll serve it in like a Chinese takeout box. What? Like dinner. Cool. And it's cool. Yeah. It's a good. Experience. What about uh, like Philly cheesesteak ice cream? Pretty, oh, you oh, know what? Little Babies. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. Little nowhere, right? there's an ice cream place called Little Little Babies that makes all these like bizarre, <laughs> bizarre ice cream laughing. flavors and they have like like pizza ice cream and uh, it tastes like basil and like... It's, it's actually, good. Like, it's oh, actually not okay. bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they have like all kinds of like odd savory... If Earl oh, Grey. Yeah. Was it Earl Grey, Bergamot Ooh, that's kind yeah. of thing? Was and they it have, like, always an ice cream place? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was called Little Babies the entire time. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like... It's but fun. it is next to a place called Pizza Brain that is a pizza restaurant slash museum of pizza memorabilia. What is awesome. like, really? Yeah. You need to come to Philadelphia City. going crazy. It's yeah, weird. This is the best. It's a weird yeah. place to be. It's oh, that's great. so cool. I like food, combo stores. Food and beer. Food yeah. and beer. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it seems like a, yeah. They should have more like combo places like I that. I guess in Toronto, we have like the museum on Friday nights. You can have like Friday night at the Royal Ontario Museum. Yeah. And, it, and the museum turns into a club. And that's it's pretty dumb. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like, I think the Philadelphia Museum of Art does that too. Oh, but do they? It's such a weird idea. Like, who was the yeah. first guy to be like, let's get loaded next to this <laughs> fucking mummy? You know what I mean? Okay, like, wait. That sounds awesome. <laughs> really quick weird story. So, we yeah. have a place in Philly called the Franklin Institute that's basically like a science museum for kids and families, mm-hmm. and, you know, single adults. Um, <laughs> and, but there's, uh, have you heard of the Terracotta Warriors? Oh, okay, there's a so. mass, like, ancient burial site. Uh, that's an archaeological kind of thing in China. And and they tore these, like, terracotta warriors, these, like, giant life-size warriors made out of clay or whatever. Um, but there was a party at the Franklin Institute after hours, and somebody broke a thumb off of one of the terracotta warriors. And so when I was there with my aunt recently, she was like, where's the one with the thumb? Where's the one? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, some asshole got drunk at the Franklin Institute and broke a thumb off the terracotta warrior and they had to put it back on. And I did see one of the broken thumb, but no I don't way. know if it was that one or not. Yeah, they did find him though. They found the guy. Because he like, he like Instagrammed it like, yeah. oh, and his course. friends are like, you know, like, he just wouldn't stop talking that he got a thumb. And they're like, wow, you're kind of an asshole. Oh, wait, he took the thumb? Yes. He well, got. Sorry, he, he, he snuck. Yeah. He snuck into the. He snuck into the exhibit because there was like a closed area, but it wasn't like watched. And he just yeah. got in there and hopped. Was taking selfies with the terracotta warriors. Uh, whoa. And then just like snapped a thumb off. Like no one's gonna miss this. Uh, oh, he okay. intentionally yes. stole a thumb. Oh yeah. This, this whole story changes a lot. I was like, that oh, poor guy. Why? Why? Why would they have a, a party with a bunch of terracotta yeah. warriors? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. That's no. That's intentionally happen. an idiot. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. No. Of all parts, well, I, don't, I wouldn't take a thumb. I would take like a toe. Or but something. that no one one's gonna notice. Easy to break <laughs> off, and yeah. the toes are all fused together. And they have like uh, shoes on. Uh, they have shoes on too. Okay. They're very detailed. I bet you he took the thumb and he was like, who's the warrior now? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. took, um, okay. So uh, well, another Philadelphia question. What is the name of the bad part of town? <laughs> is okay. There, or is there a part of town everybody makes fun of or something? Like like we, we, mm-hmm. had this, we had that Parkdale joke or whatever. Parkdale actually is getting a lot of flack. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think New Jersey is the, the part everyone oh, makes fun of. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not like the bad part. It's yeah. just like the everyone hates New Jersey. Um, that was going to be my other question. It's like rival town or something. We're (laughs) sort of talking about that. The armpit of America. Right. (laughs) Um, But I think in Philadelphia itself, like North Philly is known for being kind of rough. There's a 
a place called Temple University up there. So there's like, it's all like college kids and then just like crazy shit happening. Mm. And then Southwest Philly is, um, is also pretty bad and kind of falling apart. <laughs> I used to live at, uh, if you ever hear anybody talk about Sherborne and Dundas Ooh. in Toronto, we're number one Yay. in stabbings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta win sometimes. Uh, a lot of the stab uh, centers of Philly are getting gentrified. <laughs> like Matt and I kind of live in one called Point Breeze um, mm-hmm. that, you know, my family found out I was moving down there and they like went even whiter than they are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So I don't know. Philly is like... Yeah, it's complicated. I love the name Stab Center. That's a really yeah, funny as if it's like a, a community center. Yeah. <laughs> or going yeah, to on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a stab mark like a landmark. Da-na-na. You're watching Da-na-na. stabs, and yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, obviously, there's a big sports town. Uh, but is there anything that's like a cheap sport where it's like surprisingly these tickets are like twelve bucks? Like, what what would be that? Yeah, Molly. Okay, so. I can say from experience that, and I don't think they're going to be cheap for very long because our basketball team, the Sixers, for a while, you'd be able to get like dirt cheap seats to Mm -hmm. go see them because our team sucked for like a long time. But in the past like few years, we got a bunch of really good players. And right now we've Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. So now like the tickets are getting a little more expensive. Oh, and they can tell they're like, well, the process, right? Yeah, trust the process. Trust the process. Mm. Well, the thing is, if you're looking for like kind of like certain events that might be a little bit more affordable, as I know the Philadelphia Union, the soccer, the Major League Soccer yeah. team oh, man. usually gets yeah, is, usually gets mean, there. And the Phillies right now are mm-hmm. kind of on. They're kind of like we're a little bit before where the Sixers are now. They're kind of on that upswing oh, where we've, yeah. there's some young players like Reese Hoskins setting an MLB record for most home runs and fewest games played to start his career. Ooh, okay. So uh, there's a lot that they're kind of at a turn, but I'm sure like this season you probably get really good tickets. And what's great about Citizens Bank Park is that you could even get like standing room and just walk around the ballpark and have a great time. Oh, really? Yeah, I was going to okay. say Philly standing room tickets. Yeah. yeah. Prime. Cool. Citizens Bank is a, is a beautiful park and yeah. I try to check out some stuff. I actually even checked out a, a Blue Jays game while I was up here to check hey. out your park as well. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, that would be, I'd say the Phillies would be kind of be a cool, nice, easy price ticket to go have a, enjoy a good time. Is and there any kind of funny like sport? Like, uh, no, but the Philly fanatic is an yeah. insane mascot. Oh, yeah. That is the coolest. Have you seen no, the fanatic? No, that sounds amazing. What is it? It is a Muppet-like creation. <laughs> it's like this big, fat, kind of bird-like green <laughs> like guy with a little oh, hat cool. on, and he has a tongue that rolls out like a party popper. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah so and he like constantly just like shoves his belly in people's <laughs> face. It, it is insane. He's from the Galapagos Islands. That's is he? He's from. Oh. Um, I actually... Like one of my best friends, we like to roast her regularly because <laughs> her mom dated the guy that like was the Philly fanatic. Yeah, the so every yeah. time we would like like go to a game and like see him like doing these crazy dance moves and stuff, and like she gets kind of crazy on the dance floor. We were like, obviously, uh, like, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think that's your dad, Rachel. Like, <laughs> I think. Um, Did you say they used to date? Yeah, no. Oh, okay, they okay, dated okay. like a long, long, long time ago. That'd be funny. So it's definitely like... not the same guy, but we right. just like to roast her and be like, there's your dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's shoving his yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be funny also... if uh, there was like footage of like the day after they broke up and he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like moving all slow, <laughs> like, not humping as much as he should. Yeah. Um, slowly unrolls. <laughs> yeah, well, it just he's falls like smoking out a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was our segment, Philadelphia. What? Yeah. Thanks so much for doing our segment. Thanks so much for doing our podcast. You guys have fun? Yeah. yeah. So, much. yeah. so this will come out March 13th. Do you guys have any like shows coming up or just any kind of like social media to plug at all? Oh boy, do we. So <laughs> we don't have exact dates yet, but we will, I'm 99% sure we'll be at the Mara- uh, the. <laughs> Sorry. The Mirage in Vegas. <laughs> no. Uh, Speak it into existence. We'll probably be at, uh, we're going to be at the Montreal Sketch Fest mm-hmm. uh, and also the Philly Sketch Fest. Both of those happen in May. I have no idea when we're performing, but we will be there. So you can go to phillysketchfest.com and montrealsketchfest.com, yeah, Canada. Whatever. Canada. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook as The Flat Earth, on Instagram as The Flat Earth Sketch, and on Twitter as at The Flat Earth. Do you get a lot of flat earther? Yes, we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. We're, 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 we're riding that wave, just letting people just go on and troll us and not realize what they're doing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, read the truth. Yeah. They're like, no, get <laughs> Fuck you, man. Just fucking round. Like, read the truth. And then finally, it's great when they finally see the post where they realize they're like, oh, shit. And it's like, yeah, we're a comedy truth. You're just are goofballs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all right, guys. Arguing Thank with. you. Uh, wicked, right on, man. Uh, we, I'm trying to think of Vesta Friends thing that are coming up. Well, we'll be at Montreal Sketch Fest as well in the second weekend, whenever that cool. uh, will fall on. Um, we also have in Toronto here, we are on April 21st at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Bar. We'll have the best show in town. So come on back from Philadelphia to check yeah. that out. And uh, yeah, thanks so much again for just doing our podcast, guys. Yeah, you roll. Thank yeah. you, Mark. And Thank thanks you. so much for listening, everybody, here on Never Sleeps Network. Thanks so much to our uh, our sponsor, Humber School of Comedy, and all the help we got from the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival. Uh, check us out every single week here, every single Tuesday. And in fact, we're going to end this episode with uh, the audio from a wicked YouTube video from Flat Earth uh, about a sweet lawyer that you need to check out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye. Has something like this ever happened to you? When a magic genie granted my wish of being rich, I found out my bones were worth billions of dollars. And in order to get my money, I'd have to sell them and be boneless? I wished for smoother legs. Mine, not somebody else's. I wished that my kids would be successful, and they were. Successful dictators? Hello, I'm James McJacoby from the law firm of McJacoby, McJacoby and Quinn. Has a genie ever granted you a wish? Only to have that wish sullied by negative, unforeseen consequences? If so, you may be entitled to a massive settlement. Let me, James McJacoby, represent you. When my wish for world peace led to the rise of two child dictators who ruled the world with an iron fist, I contacted McJacoby, McJacoby, and Quinn. They fought for me and got me the damages that I deserved. Don't let your short-sighted wish turn into a parable about the frivolousness of man. Call McJacoby, McJacoby, and Quinn and get the settlement you deserve. Today. Thanks, McJacoby, McJacoby, and Quinn. Thanks, McJacoby, McJacoby, and Quinn. Thanks, McJacoby, McJacoby, and Quinn. Call today. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Shut up.
Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. Yeah, Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.